because I had us on mute. That's why. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her? We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I'm your host, Tony, and I'm here with my other host. I am Daddy Bear Eric. Yes, you guys. Eric is back this week. Yes. It feels like it's been 84 <laughs> years uh, yes. since he's been here. Where have you been? Where What's been going on? Well, uh, well I got COVID as well. So that Actually, was... we should talk about it because we got COVID the same exact time. Yes. Literally the we same time. We don't really know where because it was the holiday weekend, 4th of July somehow. Yes. And we re- ooh, my shorts are short today. <laughs> if you're watching us on YouTube. Little booty shorts. I know. Giving a show. I'm going to cross my legs like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There may be like my balls are going to fall out or something. Um, but <laughs> where did we get it from? Oh, I have no idea. I don't either. Just life. I mean, life. everyone's just getting it right now. So. I, it was the first time I had gotten COVID since COVID started. Yeah. I was sick, really sick for like two days, two, three days, and then yeah. I started getting better. But it sucked. Yeah. It's, it, COVID's no joke. It, yeah. I just had a really bad headache and was like Well, you've foggy. had it before. I've had it before. I didn't have any like sick symptoms. I didn't have a runny nose or cough or anything. Yeah. Um, and then somehow my amazing boyfriend, Caesar did not catch it at all, even though he was with me that entire weekend. I don't know how he didn't get it. Why? How? How is that even possible? I don't know. We tested him multiple times and like negative the entire time. Whatever. I hate you. I know, right? (laughs) That's not fair. He's never had it. Like he's one of those like miracle people. Uh, Maybe he's like immune. Yeah. We need to take his blood. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Caesar's probably going to turn into a cocktail boyfriend. Like how you started on the show, remember? (laughs) Yes. Yes. But we are live today, which we're going to start doing again yeah. and we didn't put it out there so if anybody happens to stumble on Hi. the show live on youtube at who invited her um podcast actually caesar is going to be running the the comments in yeah. the room yeah, and so he'll caesar. let us know what you guys say and we can interact with you guys if you watch us live <laughs> if not we'll be live next week and we'll probably post on instagram but um so covid happened yes and then we didn't even cover pride because yeah. we had pride in that was that. the week after so or no there was in between i went to san francisco for work that was a whirlwind of a work trip yeah which i tested negative so i was able to go yeah you you didn't get covid as bad as i did yeah because i was literally still testing negative and the uh i still testing positive sorry i tested negative I think it was the Thursday before Pride. Oh. Yeah. Is yeah. when I first started. I was already it. negative a whole week before. Yeah. On Sunday. Yeah, because we had negative. talked and you were like, no, yeah. I'm good. I was like, yeah. shut up, bitch. And then, yeah, so I, I literally landed from San Francisco and like got off the runway and went into Pride. It was a whirlwind of a week. Wait, wait, wait. You got off of the... And then Pride was like that day, Saturday. That, yeah, like I went, got a haircut, and we like got ready for Pride. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So she went, well, let's get into Pride because we haven't covered Pride in San Diego. So I guess, you know what? We're going to talk about it now. I Pride was on Saturday, and it was like how it normally is for Pride. It felt like Pride was fully back. Everybody was out. Everything was busy. I mean, I didn't see you guys till halfway through the day. Saturday, yes. yeah, yeah, Saturday, yeah, midday Saturday. I didn't go out all week leading up to Pride, which is very odd for me because yeah. usually we're like 
everywhere. Yeah. But I was six. Well, I wasn't here, so I couldn't go out either. It was a bizarre pride for me this year. Yeah. It felt really quiet and mellow. Ours wasn't. (laughs) I know yours wasn't. Well, I was getting over from being sick, so. Yeah. uh, So let's run down pride. So Saturday, I ended up meeting with Firefighter Steven, and we met in the morning, and then we walked um, the parade route, like up until Flix on University, for those of you in San Diego, um, there wasn't a lot of people at 10 when the parade started. I was like, is everybody still hungover? <laughs> because where I live, I could hear the block party on Thursday and Friday that was happening because Got Mick was there. Yeah. Um, who was the other one? Got Mick and. Was it Violet Chachki? Yeah, that one. I, I think don't so. Really like her. Yeah. Violent Tchotchke, yeah. um, and a bunch of so I'm like sitting home, like being responsible, not being around people because I had COVID. Knitting. Yeah, knitting. <laughs> um, and it was really quiet, and all of a sudden I just hear Let the Rain. No, wait, what's the Lizzie McGuire song? That is Lizzie McGuire. Let the rain. No, no that's Hillary Duff. It was the Lizzie McGuire song. <laughs> what is it? I know what you're hey talking. Hey now, hey now. <laughs> I just hear coming in through my living room window, and I'm like Steven? What? Steven is haunting me. It was literally from the block party. Oh, so it wasn't was, Steven. No, they were playing <laughs> Hillary Duff, Lizzie McGuire at the block party here in Hillcrest. And then after that, it was just a slew of classic gay yeah. 90s, early 2000 oh and all God. that stuff. It was so funny. I love um, it. But Saturday, went through the parade. It wasn't that busy. We walked. We saw some people. So we... Um, Walked by Riches and saw Jazz, who's been on the show, said hi to her, took pictures and all that. Um, she she was even like, it's not that busy. What's going on? I'm yeah. like, maybe people aren't out yet. Yeah. And then um, by like 11, 12, it got real busy. Like, mm-hmm. that's when people, it seemed like, were coming out. And like, the parade started. Of course, Dykes on Bikes opened the parade, which is like a staple for the San Diego Pride Parade. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we ended up at Flix, and that's where we met you. That's where we met you. Even Flix wasn't that busy. Yeah, Flix was not that busy. Yeah. I have a theory that I think because they have the festival back this year that it kind of was able to have more people dispersed and not – where last year there wasn't as many things to do, so all the bars were like – jam-packed so i think because there was more things there was I, more I people agree. spread out yeah i agree yeah i think but yeah with the festival and yeah even the parade yeah it, it was nice because i was very concerned about you know monkey pox of course right um covid right. i'm like i do not want to get this again <laughs> before our trip um it was nice and then we ended up of course at Moe's. We had to stop by Moe's. And Megan was there. And yes. It was a good time. Yeah. And then I was home by three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was home by three, took a nap, then met Miss Megs out at Inside Out. Oh, um, yeah. Right. Like five. Um, we stayed out for a while. Yeah. And then I was home by seven on Saturday wow. for Pride. I was actually really tired because I think I was still, I still had a little bit of brain fog left over okay. from COVID, which was weird. Yeah. How was your Saturday? Because we saw each other and partied with each other at Moe's. And then what did you and Caesar do? Saturday was great. Um, We, Caesar and I ended up walking the parade with the Latinx Coalition. And I've never walked any pride before. I've always kind of just seen it from the sidelines. And um, 
it was really special. I actually got a little teary-eyed at moments where people were just cheering Caesar and I holding hands. And it like just felt, Wait a minute, how did that feel? I, I actually like started to tear up a little. I'm Aww. gonna tear up again now. Like, no, you I just, go cry, you go cry, you go cry. <laughs> okay, well now we need not, to not that. that. <laughs> well, it's definitely not gonna happen now. It would have been funny if you just said, you know, when we were kids with my sister, she was such a baby when she was little. She's going to kill me for telling this story. We used to, and she had three older brothers. So we used to go, one, two, three, cry. And then she'd go, (laughs) we're like, one, two, three, cry. And then she'd she'd start crying. (laughs) I could see you guys doing that. that. (laughs) I could see that. I'm gonna um, do that to you every time you guys one, one, two, one, two, three, cry, cry. <laughs> Where did you guys end up going after Moe's? Uh, so after Moe's, we came back home, took a nap, a and then nap. yeah, we took a disco nap, and then we went to Bear Night and Music Box. Uh, How was that? We had the greatest time. We have this funny story. So. We, Caesar brought this really cool jacket. He had just bought it that week. It has like fringe. It's really awesome. And um, we go in and we're, I couldn't find a coat check. So we go to the second floor. Couldn't find a coat check. We go to the third Wait, floor. Wait, the second floor. Where was it at? Music Box. Where's Music Box? It's kind remember. of Little Italy, Gas Lamp, downtownish area. It, it's not where Spin is. No, it's not where Spin okay. is. Yeah. Okay, I don't so remember what street exactly it's on. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, like a little more north of Gas Lamp. Okay. And um, and so we're on the third floor. We've so we've asked like five employees at this point where Kochak is, and they've all said, uh, "I don't think there is one here." So we go to the first floor because we get there super early. I didn't have tickets, so I wanted to make sure we can get in. So yeah. we w- didn't want to wait in line. So we sit down on the go-go box and take a photo together. And he tags Strawberry and says. It would be so great if Strawberry was here to like check this jacket. And 30 seconds later, he gets a message back that's reposted. And she's like, I'm right here. And it was Shut literally <laughs> right next to the entrance in this back corner. She's is like, Strawberry just doing coat check. And I was like, uh, just to let you know, I've asked five employees and they all think you're not here. So you, you might want to have you a check that. on that. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like, bitch, what are you talking about yeah. right here? How did you miss me? Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God, so, yeah how, like, so how did you feel? Okay, going into Pride, yeah. especially after having COVID and yeah. with all the monkeypox, how did you guys feel about being in a crowded room with a bunch of sweaty yeah. men? I made a promise to myself that I actually did not keep, I have to be honest. Why? What I made you- a promise to not take my shirt off while I was at Bear Night. And you did. And I kind of did a little bit. Yeah. What do you mean a little bit? You well, pulled it up over just to the just to the boobs. I, the boobs are protected. I still had my leather vest on, so it wasn't yeah. fully shirtless, but it was more shirtless For, than shirtless I probably. enough. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I did <laughs> while you were at Bear Night? What'd you do? I was getting. St- Stoned out of my fucking mind. For oh, the I first thought you were gonna time. say getting slammed out of your mind. I wish. <laughs> God, any takers? Jesus Christ! I'm going through a dry spell like no. Really? Business. Why is that? Um, by choice. Let's let's break this down. Why <laughs> is that? <laughs> I hate you. I hate when you're on the show. No, I'm kidding. Um, by choice because we have a big trip. Like we've been saying, we're going to uh, yes. Croatia. Eric and I. Yeah. For seven. I'm going for 17 days. You get there a little bit. After I think I I'm 12 or 13. Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited for this trip. But I am like, 
I am not going to get COVID. I'm not going to get monkeypox. I don't want to get anything before the trip. Yeah. So I've been kind of just staying away. Yeah. And doing my own thing. I get it. Do you I know what? Because the trip wasn't. It was a I bit know. of a pricey. I know. <laughs> so I'm I, like, I have I've like looked at it. I was like, ooh, I don't. Have I spent this much on a vacation on myself before? But it's going to be a very. I know. Fun I'm trip. so excited. And we will have content going out while we're on the trip. <laughs> so. <laughs> I but, don't know if we'll okay. have Wi-Fi to upload it, but uh, we'll have it. We'll have it. <laughs> what about Sunday? How was Sunday? Oh, so Sunday was really great. We wanted We're to, still talking Pride, by the pride, way. Pride, yeah. We wanted to mellow out and relax a little bit. So we got up and like super late and we went to the festival on Sunday. And uh we we kind of had some food and hung out and saw the vendors, but we ended up at the Latin stage and we saw so Chichi Fuera was hosting, was the main host of the Latin stage. And then she had Barbie Z and the Barbie Z dollhouse come out and perform. So uh we saw Snowflake perform, we saw Kevy Kev. <laughs> Um, nice. The twins performed Catalina yeah, and Isabella, Isabella yeah. um, and so it was really it was really cool. Like there was a moment where they kind of did a Encanto themed, where they did three songs. Oh, each I saw qu- that on each Insta. queen did a yeah. song from it, which was really cool. And they were trying to say like you know drag queens can be great for kids as well. So it was kind of that and that whole push. <laughs> That's so awesome, yeah. I love that it was a lot of local queens, especially a lot of our Latina queens here in yeah. San Diego. That is amazing. Yeah, because. Like we had talked about on the last, if you guys had not listened to our last episode with Shelby the Psychic, <gasps> so good. But we were talking about how San Diego, um, we just have such an underground. I think we have some amazing drag talent here, and I'm glad that it just yeah. stays kind of underground. Yeah, <laughs> even though that's selfish, but yeah. And I, I made me proud that we have so many Latin queens that we could have yeah, a lot. an entire Latin show on its own stage. I'm like, yes, that's this awesome. is so cool. Yeah. Um. So it was how fun. was the festival? Because this is the first festival back <laughs> since COVID. I've actually never been to San Diego's festival before this one. So um, I don't know how to compare it, but it was great. I had a really good time. It was fun. I honestly didn't recognize any of the performers, like the headliners. I didn't recognize any of them this year. Yeah. I I didn't either. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't spend much time at the other stages. Um, I know Kixie performed. Yeah. At the other one, I, I missed that show. But so my Sunday fun day for Pride wasn't as eventful as that. Um, I took um, the kid Melvin. The kid, he was off that day. For you guys listening, Do it's they my know friend. What the kid no, is? I, there's a friend. Can I have a very it? good friend. He's. 26 he literally could be my child like i could have had him at 19 and he's my child um and people think well there is a rumor going around that he is my biological child i will not deny or confirm that but (laughs) (laughs) so i took him out on saturday with christina chris and firefighter steven we all met at the loft um and we it was very mellow and chill um, and then people started showing up once they um, woke up and took care of the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> um, we went there. Then we stopped at number one for a little bit because we have to. And then we ended up at Pex. And let me tell you, Pex was crowded. This there was, was a lot Sunday? of Sunday. Wow. We were there for a while at Pex. And there was just so many people, so many drunk people. Um, but it ended up being a good, like, good time. We had a good time. Yeah. 
it was it was a fun like Sunday Pride, and I was home by eight, which yeah. I love because I work the next day because yeah, I'm an old lady. We were done by seven. And yeah. In fact, I don't think I didn't even drink on Sunday. Which I know, what? right? <laughs> what? Wait, yeah. where's my? Where's my? <gasps> Oh, it's not even hooked up. God damn it. I'll take care of that during the break. But anyways. Yeah. So that was, I I was watching other people's stories and stuff. People were going insane for Pride this year. And good for them. You know what I noticed? This is what this is what I was saying. I noticed it was a when I was out on Sunday and Saturday, I didn't see a lot of locals. Yeah, you're right. I saw there it seemed like the majority of people really partying it up for Pride here in San Diego this year was the twenty something year olds. Yeah. And a lot of out of towners. Yeah. And even younger than twenty something, yeah. like nineteen eighteen. Oh yeah. yeah kids for sure. were out at the festival and on the at the parade route. Yeah. Um, which is great seeing yeah, the next I love generation. That. I mean, it's so nice. But for me, it was a perfect pride. It was mellow. It was nice. I got to see my friends. I didn't get stupid drunk and wake up with regret the next day like I normally do. <laughs> like there was that one pride. I woke literally didn't remember how I got home. Um, but I remember waking up with all my windows and doors open and I had a and I was butt ass naked on the floor with a half eaten burrito on my chest. <laughs> Don't know how I got there. Don't know where the burrito came from. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I I get it. I yeah. Know. No, I didn't have the shakes this year. It was you good. didn't have the shakes. She wasn't scratching. She didn't <laughs> um, I do want to say because last we were the week before Pride, we were supposed to have Disco Dolly back on oh, as our pre Pride right. show, but we had yeah. COVID. So yeah. we got to reschedule Miss um, Disco Dolly because she's, oh, I can't wait till she's back on she's the show. Great. That was a fun episode. With Disco. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the other thing we should talk about is monkeypox. Yeah. Because everybody is still... It's yeah. a big thing. It's happening like, right it's now. It's happening. Yeah. So I want to get your take. What is your whole feeling on the monkeypox and what's been going on with it and all of that? I'm very disappointed in our larger, like, federal, like, the World Health Organization. It's doing a little bit better than the CDC. The CDC is really handling it like it's a gay disease which really frustrates me because it's not and it's definitely i mean it's hit our community first but it's going to hit the other community and it, it's going to be hugely detrimental to so many other populations like oh, yeah. i'm worried about the lower income community who doesn't get time off you're four weeks out of oh. work that you cannot go yeah. into an office or your location. So I'm right so now, worried about them. We're in California, and, and here in California, we get the COVID pay, which is seven days pay, which I didn't even know existed until I got COVID. Yeah, and my boss at work, I tried to work because I work from home. Deathly sick the Friday of the week I actually was, and I tried to work. My boss was like, no, you have seven days. You are not coming to work. Clock out, go to bed. Yeah. I had no idea we yeah. had that here in California. Yeah, and I, I worry for people that don't have the ability to work yeah. remotely. And yeah. what, what does that financially look for them? So that's that makes me really worried. Especially because uh, what's it called? The recovery Four four weeks, four to six weeks. Yeah, yeah. You get monkeypox. Yeah, it's it's bad and it's painful and it's uncomfortable and yeah. So that that makes me worried. Um, we definitely don't have enough vaccines as a country and as a county. I will say, so I I got my vaccine this week. The county of San Diego 
for the vaccines that they do have, mm-hmm. they're doing a great job of handling of like handing them out of going through the process. They were so organized and on top of it. Um, and I know that that's a lot of work to pull together really quickly. So I'm, I'm proud of how San Diego is handling yeah. it. I wish we had a lot more vaccines to give out. I, I do too. I mean, I, I got my vaccine on Monday and the way that happened. So they did a big, um, what's it called? They had a vaccine party, a couple, like not party, but they gave out, um, a couple weeks ago and I had tried to get an appointment, but they put me on a wait list. So this time around, I got actually a call from the County saying, Hey, we're doing another vaccine. Um, we're going to be giving them out. You were on the wait list. You're one of the first ones we're making an appointment for. So they went ahead and I guess contacted everybody on the wait list and scheduled appointments for them first yeah. and then opened it up to the general public. Yeah. And um, last I heard we had 22, 200 vaccines and all everything's been given out so they're yeah. waiting for the next round yeah. so i'm hoping and the unfortunate more. thing is it's only going out to gay men because right. that's how they're that's the i mean how do you feel about that because we it's both good and, i'm torn it's both good and yeah. bad the good the good is that um, it's going to the population that is need in need of it more because it is spreading faster through that community. Yeah. Just so happens. It just happens to be that way. It's bad because it, it feeds to the media and to people that it is a gay disease yeah. and it's not. And, um, that's, that's what scares me because once it starts hitting the general public po- population, which it already is, yeah. by the way, um, it's just gonna, it's gonna kids explode. Yeah. 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 And I hate saying it, but it does remind me a lot of what happened with the AIDS epidemic it when it does. first came out. Because I was in high school when it was hitting. Like, <laughs> I remember it. And I remember very clearly, and I remember how scary it was. This is not the same disease, but it's very reminiscent the way it's being handled. Yeah. And to it, me at and, least. It, and also... I think is it's it's scary that it oh it it's not as bad in, anymore. But in the beginning, it was almost yeah. talked about as a STD or STI, which it's not. It's not even a, no, a sexual disease. It's you not. can you can get it by just touch or even even just yeah. being in close contact of breathing someone's air. Granted, that's much harder to get it that way. But you know, it's just yeah. so. There's I think. I think as a society and as a country, we have a lot to still figure yeah. out about it. And- the thing that really gets me with it is going on social media, especially Twitter, and seeing how much homophobia is still in this country. Yeah. After we're in 2022, and all I just surprised. Yeah. I'm just like, and and then all the anti-vaxxers oh, join in, and Jesus Christ, everybody the, has to have an opinion the, about the something. funny one I heard, which is not funny, is that they're the K is silent in monkeypox as moneypox because it's. Just the government trying to get money off Here the vaccine. Here we go. Here and I was like, we go. That's kind of funny, but no, <laughs> but that's not ha- that's not happening. What- I I do want to give. I said it on the last episode. For people here in San Diego, or not just in San Diego, but if you're looking for really good information on monkeypox, go follow Doctor Carlton. It's Doctor Full Word spelled out Carlton. He is like on top, and he's been a past guest of ours on top of the monkeypox, getting information out to the community yeah. about vaccinations, even answering people's questions. Yeah, and he has been making the rounds on other podcasts, on the news, all of that. Yeah, that's he's doing where such I a good found job. my info to get my vaccine. Me too. Yeah. A lot of mine too. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it wasn't available. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The information, the 
our county was scrambling to get it together. So mm-hmm. there wasn't any way to disseminate it. So I'm glad that was there. Yeah. And I'm glad that San Diego County is doing the best they can with the resources yeah. that we have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, imp- I was impressed by their station that they had set yeah. up. And it was, it was really quick, really yeah, fast. You very, get in, get yeah, out. Yep. Yeah. They knew exactly what they were doing there. Yeah. So I was, I was happy about that. They also provide, this is what I thought was interesting too. So you get your monkeypox and they're like, so you haven't been vaccinated for uh, meningitis. We're giving you that too. Oh. Like, they were just like, what haven't you been vaccinated for? <laughs> Let's get it all done right now. <laughs> I don't remember them asking that. For they me, did but- for me. Which is weird. I know I have mine, but yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. So I was like, okay, totally. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> well, you guys, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to talk Drag Race finale, mm-hmm. Beyonce's new album, We Have Thoughts, <laughs> and the new show Uncoupled, yes. which hit a little too close to home for me, <laughs> and a bunch more. But you guys, we'll be right back. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you listen to podcast. Give the show a five-star rating because these narcissistic assholes need it. If you're watching the show on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, and thanks for listening. Wait, what was that? <laughs> I hit the wrong button. God damn it. Hey, everybody, we're back for break. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I didn't hook that up. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yes, we're back from break. We're going to get into fun stuff now. I did. You know what I did want to talk about really quick? So with monkeypox coming out and all that. Yeah. So what the kid, Mal, Malvolio. Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> that's what I call him. Malvolio. And for all of you theater nerds, that's from Twelfth Night. Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. Mm, I don't like Shakespeare. Why? Um, I could not understand what Midnight Summer Dream was about in English. Midnight, midnight Summer, whatever. PTSD from it. It was so bad. What? I um, love that this, show. And the goal, the Old Globe Theater here in San Diego is doing it for Shakespeare in the Park this uh, this summer. I cannot wait to see it. English one B. I had an A in this class. Yeah. I could not get through it. I didn't want to write the paper. I calculated it out. I would get a B minus by not writing the paper and just not doing it. You lazy. And and my teacher pulls me aside and goes, well, that's nice that you think that, but we have a word minimum requirement. So if you don't turn into something, you haven't written enough words and I can still fail you. And I was like, you bitch. So I, turned, bastard. so I turned in a paper. I got a D minus on it. And she said, I'm very disappointed in you, is what it said next to my D minus. <laughs> I'm triggered by triggered. Shakespeare. Uh, okay. she, she majored in Shakespeare. She loves Shakespeare. I okay. ruined her. I have a story yeah. about Shakespeare. So when I we'll get back to the whole Malvin thing. But anyways, I have to share this. Um, <laughs> back in the day when I used to do theater, right? Yeah. At which you know about me. Um, I did a production of Much Ado About Nothing. And it was like really low budge. <laughs> it was like embarrassing low budge. Um, so I play Baraccio, this character, and it wasn't a big role. But most of his scenes with was with another character, literally for one of the shows. And one of my acting mentors came to this particular show Ooh. night where the guy that I had all my scenes with, literally maybe a half an hour before the show, maybe a little more, was in the hospital. 
Whoa. So he was not going to do the show. We had no understudies. So the director was like, can you turn your guys' scenes into monologues? (gasps) And I was like, I literally have a half an hour before we go on the show, before we start the show, right? And I'm not in until a couple scenes later. Yeah. So I was like literally panicking. I was like (laughs) going to shit my pants. I thought for a second he was going to say, can you act out both parts and just turn (laughs) and talk to yourself? I have a story about that too. Remind me after this. This You're going to kill me. This is so stupid. But anyways, so I was like, um, um, sure. (laughs) So I was going through the lines in my head. I'm like, how am I going to do this? You know how I'm going to do it? I'm going to get stinking drunk before the scenes because in the scenes, I'm supposed to be drunk. And I was like, fuck it. So backstage, I literally, when it was in La Jolla at this park in La Jolla, and I remember there was like a store or something. So I ran to the store before the show. God, I think it was whiskey that I drank, like one of the little like pocket things. Yeah. Literally downed it. Was pretty toasty by the scene. Um, I went in and I think I got most of the lines right, turned the scene into a monologue, stinking drunk, where the audience in the front row could smell the alcohol off of me. After the show, my mentor came up, the lady, the woman that I, she was one of my acting coaches, she came up and she said, I heard what happened before the show, and I have to tell you, that was Good on you. You made that so believable that how drunk you were um, and that the character and that you were able to tie all the lines together and make it cohesive and make the story move. And I was like, girl, I wanted to tell her, like, I don't remember. (laughs) All three of you are saying the same (laughs) thing to me. (laughs) Literally. So uh, doing, you know how you had just said that. Oh, you're going to play both parts? Yeah. So back in high school, this is so embarrassing. I can't believe I'm going to show this story. And at my first drama class I ever took in high school, we had to prepare a monologue, right? Yeah. And it could have been from any play, any movie, whatever. I, of course, being the little queer kid that I was, that I didn't know at the time I was queer, I was going to do a scene from Beaches. <laughs> <laughs> If you're fans of this podcast, you know my obsession with Beverly Beaches. I, for all of you who know the movie Beaches, I was going to do the flamingo scene where she and Barbara Hershey, where um, they, she goes, they had a long, like they hadn't talked in years. And this is the first time they're seeing each other. And it's two people in the scene. I literally did do parts on stage. (laughs) I did this. Like, da-da-da-da, as Bette Midler. And then I turned and talked to myself like this, <laughs> as Robert Hershey. And then back and forth. And I remember now looking at my acting teacher doing it. And he went like this. His name is Mr. Hawthorne. He went like this. <laughs> and just looked at <laughs> And for those who aren't watching right now, YouTube. he basically took his hand and covered his entire mouth and looked, <laughs> looked downwards. Down. And then afterwards, his feedback was that he, he said, That was an interesting choice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and now looking back, I'm like, what a fucking idiot. Uh, (laughs) I was. I love, like, the innocence (laughs) of it all. I thought it was amazing. (laughs) Can you believe that shit? Uh, That's awesome. Oh, my God. But anyways, back to the Yeah, tell me the story of Melvin. So... 
He he hasn't been looking at pictures of monkeypox. I didn't know oh. why. So the other day, I showed him. He literally went into like a panic. Yeah, because I had no idea he has the that phobia. What is it called? Um, oh, trypophobia. It's the fear of trypophobia. Right? Yes. Yes. And I didn't know this was a thing. If any of you out there have had it, I'm so sorry. Um, apparently, the monkeypox, the way it forms on the body, yeah, is very triggering for people who have this phobia. And I had no idea. Melvin it's triggering for people who don't have. I the know phobia. it's so gross. Um, he literally like was having a reaction to like a, he got. Yeah, it was wow. weird. So I feel wow. really bad for everybody who has those weird phobias. Yeah, like I know. Oh, we live in such God. a weird world. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Can we talk about something else? You know what it was weird this week? Beyonce's new album, uh, Renaissance, came out this is week. Weird. <laughs> <I know. laughs> do you have thoughts? I have thoughts. I, I listened to it. I have Why well, try to listen? Okay, go. What is your take right. on Beyonce's new album, Renaissance, which dropped, I wanted to say, last night no thursday thursday night thursday night night on to friday um there's a couple songs i really like i think it is a fun album um if i look at it deeper um i think it's tone deaf i'm I'm gonna be flat out and say i think i think the message and the content is how so for the environment we're in right now how so um you know I think, all the Beyonce fans I are going to come for you. I think the things of like good vibes only and let's, why good vibes only? Because that's we've just lost so many civil uh-huh. rights right now. Yes, we have just. I'm glad you're bringing the, this up. The world. I mean, we've gone through a pandemic, and we're, we're looks like we're facing another, start another one. I mean, COVID keeps reformulating <laughs> itself into yes. something newer. Um, we're about to hit a recession. This whole idea. Even the first song I had I had a huge amount of issue with because it was about um, the great resignation. It was about like, I'm going to go quit my job. It, it felt like it was three or four months too late. And the message was right when we were in the middle of COVID. But now as the economy is changing, like people don't go quit your job right now. Like yeah. make sure you got a backup. Yeah. Like that's terrible advice. I um, agree with that. And, and, and it feels very fake and phony as somebody... Okay, I'm going to say she's been a millionaire her entire adult life. She's worth a half a billion dollars. Where, how you, how can you relate to my life at all? And it's insulting. It's hugely insulting, and it feels like it's pandering. And I, I it doesn't feel authentic, and I don't like it. So I, I, I will agree. I kind of got that vibe too, especially when that song came out. I was like, wait a minute. You're rich as fuck. Yeah. And you rich her entire adult life. A yeah. millionaire since you 18. can quit a job and be okay. <laughs> yeah. Most of America can't. Yeah. They're living paycheck to paycheck. Don't go advise them to quit a job. Yeah. And six months ago, we could. We had yeah. that opportunity, but it felt like this took too long to come out. And now it's already missed its mark. And it yeah. feels the timing is off. And, and, and yes, even some of the other messages of like good vibes only and trying to be positive, but like we just lost abortion. Like I, yeah. I can't. Like no, I need. We I don't almost, need good vibes. We need fighting vibes. I almost feel like we needed her last album right now. Oh yeah, we need to be mad. We need to stand, stand up to up the system, and, yeah. and like we need to protect ourselves. I feel like that album is more relevant today than it 
was even that. What do you think of the album being in three three acts, like they say? Because this was act one, right. so act two. We don't know what act two is going to be. No idea. I don't know. I I just and it's and it's called the Renaissance, right? Which I have issue because Renaissance isn't necessarily about a person; it's about a whole group of people. people and are a, we going through one movement. right now? Like, yeah, we don't really know until you look back. And I, I hope we are, but I, I don't. It doesn't feel like it. I don't know. The Renaissance usually is growth. And yeah, like, from a group of people, not yeah, just a person. person yeah. And and so, so this is my take on this album. <laughs> I listened to it first of all. I have no issues with Beyonce. I've loved her from the first. I loved her early stuff. I thought it was great. Um, the fandom behind Beyonce, just because it's Beyonce, I'm going to say this, and I know I'm going to get a lot of <laughs> not people agree. So just because Beyonce did it doesn't mean it. It's automatically gold and not touchable, and it's the most amazing thing and life changing thing in the world. Agreed. I, you know. Granted, she has done amazing things for the queer community. Yes. Amazing things for the black community. Amazing things for women. Just because she puts out this album and it's Beyonce doesn't mean it's going to all be good. I listened to the whole album. I was like, there are a couple good beats. I love that this album is literally made for gay men and women. Yeah, and it's I a love that. great dance album. Like I love I that. I love that she took influence from R&B, 70s, disco, funk, the 90s, all of that. Ballroom. And, oh, definitely. <laughs> Afro-funk, yeah. all of that. She took inspiration. And you can definitely hear it in the tracks because yeah. there were some tracks that I was literally like, oh, legendary you i could hear them calling the ball right now to the to the track um and then there were other ones that felt a little generic to me Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean there there were the lyric when you listen to the lyrics i'm like this is coming from a woman of privilege who's trying to relate to yes people of non-privilege yes and that's where it kind of got lost for me and for me you know it it feels insulting I'm I'm insulted by that. Like yeah. so, it's hard for me. Not all the not not all the not all uh, of them are like that. No, not and, all of the not all of them are great. There are some really good beats and, on there. Yeah, but not all of them are great. And I and I. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> you just turned into like Max Headroom, a '90s Pepsi commercial. No, what? What? I what? have no what? idea what just happened, but. We're still live streaming. Yeah. So. Okay. This is what happens when she doesn't take her medication. She starts. She starts, she, she starts she, shaking. She starts falling I apart. I think I unplugged something by accident. Oh wow. Yeah, we're still working. It's we're fine. still working. <laughs> For the most part. Yeah. Anyway, you know what it is? What? It's the beehive trying to take us down. I know, <laughs> they're fuckers. Literally, they're hacking into us right now. We're Ugh. like, they will not be able to speak like our, our queen like, like that. that. We're going <laughs> to take this podcast down. <laughs> We've been canceled. Sorry, no, wow. It's not the first time. <laughs> Get in line, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but all in all, it's a decent album. Yeah, I'll still um, go and dance to the songs. Yeah. I'll still have a good time. I, I do love the memes that have been coming out about the <laughs> the promo video, the promo photos with the horse, and they're like, "Yeah, yep, Chang's all the gays." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, true." 
<laughs> so true. true. We do have one of those horses at our PF Changs at do Fashion we? Valley, don't we? I think so. I think we have the gold one here. We have the gold? I think we, some of them have the white one. I think we have the gold. I, I've actually been to that PF Changs. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? Where is it at? At Fashion Valley Mall. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay, in the parking okay. lot by the Container Store, which is one of my favorite stores in the world. Should we? Okay, so Beyonce's album happened this week. Container Store. Yeah. I love the Container Store. Do you know what else happened in music this week? What? Um, so I haven't seen it myself, but I was being told by one of our favorite like friends of the show, Janika, that Bad Bunny did a concert in Puerto Rico that was a four-hour-long concert. Shut up. And like it was... Like the in, like TikTok went crazy over it. It actually <gasps> Bad Bunny's over, really good. It actually overshadowed a lot of Beyonce stuff because it happened I'm not the surprised. same night. You know, like go, how would you categorize Bad Bunny's music? Is it more DJ Latin R and B hip hop? I don't know dance? why. Out of that type of that's one of the only artists I really like. I out of that. Love his music. Yeah. I think it's so great. And I think Janika was also telling me he's the first latin artist to have a, a song in spanish to hit the like number one chart like as a number one song in the u.s with not just as a latin artist but as a spanish song so i was like what is that <laughs> he's calling causing trouble in the background um should we talk uh, not to interrupt no i agree with that yeah should we talk about drag race yeah wait i'm not even gonna touch no. the music yeah. because it's gonna blow this whole thing up <laughs> So last night was the finale uh, of All Stars 7, the Legends of Legends of Legends Get Stars and all that bullshit. <laughs> we haven't really covered Drag Race at not. all this season. No. On the show, have we? Not really. Okay, what did you think? First, since we haven't talked about the season, then for all of you who have been living under rock, it is All Stars 7, right? 7? Yes, 7, yeah. And it is all winter season. So yeah. all the queens performing or competing, I should say, have won drag race before. Yep. So... <laughs> One, the casting this season was impeccable. Phenomenal. I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this was the best drag race season ever of all drag race. Yeah. I feel like they have tried so many gimmicks over the year, so, so many. many ways to keep it fresh, but they actually found a really great setup to make the show feel fresh. Oh, it and was new. so good this season. It was so amazing. You know what I loved about it is it was all queens yes. who have careers, great careers. Yes. Um, great personalities. They literally went into this competition <laughs> to just make good TV. Yeah, have and fun. And maybe win $200,000. And, and I you felt it. And some of them like were relieved of the pressure because no one got sent home. No. And I love the, the that. pressure of like, let me try something new. Let me try something that I've never done before. And we got to see some like really innovative, creative stuff and oh. see people flex in a different way they haven't. And it was really cool yeah it yeah. really was i mean even even in the episode the finale spoiler for anybody who hasn't watched it we're gonna get into that rupaul one of the queen shay clay said rupaul even looked like she was having a good time the whole she season. laughed so, so much, much more than i've ever, ever heard her, her laugh yeah and it was it was 
I mean, I laughed so much. My oh, my favorite so of all favorite episodes was the um, Snatch Game, and just <sighs> I've, <laughs> Wait, I've Jinx never Monsoon did as Judy Garland. Yeah, I've <laughs> never seen a Snatch Game where so many people were so good. All of them were good compared so to the last season of the regular seasons of RuPaul. Uh, oh, we needed it. I mean, we sna- needed Snatch it. Game can either be really great or really bad, and this was like. This was like a guidebook of how oh, to do a snatch game. They were game. all, even like the low end of the one. Yeah. They were still, still good. funny. Like, yeah, some my of them, favorite, they knew they were tanking, but they, but they know still, how to make it funny. They still entertained. Yeah, uh, my favorite was the roast and Jinx Monsoon's joke about Idiolis <laughs> Dick and doing. That had to be one of the best moments on Drag Race, where she said, Idiolis <laughs> Dick is so big. I was doing a line of coke off of it. And I had time to pause and reflect, and I realized I've become my mother. <laughs> it was like the best set of the bet, and RuPaul died. Yeah. Even all of the roasts. The Vivian had great jokes. Yeah. The, everybody. It was so... Yeah. Even Jada Essence Hall, even though she fumbled. Yeah. It was still endearing. It was still and, funny. Uh, it was still... A great season. A medium of what a normal season... She still yeah. did well compared to what a normal season would have done. It was just... Yeah. So this finale it was a RuPaul lip sync, Lollapalooza for your life, drip, death, yeah. drop, clackety clack, yeah. whatever, right? <laughs> 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 Which I was like, okay, I get it. And I don't forget that she already had hers. Finale too. So they gave the losers their own little <laughs> lip sync battle to be Which was creative. I actually enjoyed watching that oh, too. Oh, I did too. Yeah. I did too. I what I loved about the finale was the emotion in it. Yeah. It just looked like they all were gonna miss each other. Yeah. It was the last day of summer camp. It really <laughs> you know was. I mean? Yeah. Everybody got emotional. Everybody seemed like they just had the there best was, time of their life. There was no villain. No. Like, no villain cut and villain edit. Even though they tried to give the Viv the, A little bit. She even at the end of the episode, she was just like, this has been. Yeah. It was just. And then on the runway, those last runways. Uh, I'm going to say, though, some of them could have been a little bit our Monet exchange. Uh, I feel the same way, too. But everybody's getting on it on Twitter. Like, how dare you? It is black. Call- and I'm like, I get that. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the actual outfit. <laughs> I, it could represent whatever. The fit was bad. Yeah. It was a body the construction. Suit with a co- yeah. Yeah. And just yeah. because you have that opinion, it's okay. Yeah, I agree. I um, agree. Yeah, some of them I was like, oh, okay, you could have done a little more. And then some were just like, Jesus Christ. Can we talk about RuPaul and the killer clowns? (laughs) (laughs) Why did that even happen? I feel like that was like a sentence that AI created, RuPaul and killer clowns. Like, how did that even come up to be a thing? (laughs) There is a part of the show where Miss Alvisage tells RuPaul, I had a dream last night that you were dancing or kissing or making out or something with killer clowns. And then flashback music and yeah. waves and then all of a sudden rupaul comes out to do a little one two step to her new song and we I'm, kill a cloud i immediately turned to caesar and i go uh-oh somebody said there is not enough the content time. for an hour we gotta stretch this stretch. out that was like stretching that taffy long and hard <laughs> because i love that rude doing she tried to boogie on down i was like she gonna bring a hip she gonna bring a hip it was you know, so bizarre. 
It was, it was so, so weird. weird. It was so weird. I loved it. It was like a fever dream. It was one of my fever dreams from having COVID. I swear to God. It really was. <laughs> you know what I re- For all of you who haven't seen um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I was like, please let it be the Killer Clowns from Outer Space as her background dancers. How amazing would that be? And then they shoot her with a gun and she turns into cotton candy and then that's the end of it. <laughs> I would have loved that. I would have loved been that. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so they did that. Um, yeah. I do want to say one thing about RuPaul's Drag Race. The fandom, some of the you fans out there, you are brutal. Yeah. You are brutal because the week before we had the variety show, which everybody did amazing on yeah. it, I felt. I absolutely agree that Shay Coulee won. Her number was yeah. so good. So like I I literally downloaded the song yeah and I was like I'm I'm I the production want... value of that routine like I think but... one of them said like that felt like something I would pay money to go see yeah. at a concert the other thing is is when when <laughs> Shay Kalei after her first season she released an album that didn't a lot didn't get a lot of traction but was so good there yeah. were some really good songs on it so to see her going back to I was like. God damn it, she's good. Yeah. And I loved that Monet Exchange did opera. Oh, that was so cool. But the hate she got from all of the people, the fandom saying that it was boring, that it was this, that it, no, we don't need that on Drew Red, Drew Paul's Drag Race. Where's I, all the clackety clack? Nah, no. Nah, nah. no, girl, you need to get back, go yeah. sit down, yeah. get some culture. Yeah. I love that the voice didn't match the outfit, and I love I loved how like following inconsistent Monet, it was to yeah, each other. I love following Monet, Monet Exchange's career and on yeah. social media, knowing that she is a classically trained yeah. opera singer. That this time around, she was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to do it." Yeah, good for you. Yeah, I, I love loved it. it. Yeah, but um, for the finale, so they do the lip syncs. Um, what did you think of the Shari with her bears? Um, and who won so spoiler raja won the whole raja won i was actually surprised that raja won but if i look over the overall seat between the actual lip syncs itself i don't think raja was the better Mm -hmm. lip singer but But overall season even at the end we're taking into consideration the whole season you can tell you can tell that was a cutaway and added later because the vocal sounded different from when she says yes, that. I was just gonna <laughs> yeah, and that I was out. like, and I and I like turned to Caesar and I was oh, like, God damn it. it! They just gave a spoiler of who it is right yeah, now. They, they just told me they who did. won. God damn it! <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, I but always hear stuff like that. I love that. So Raja is the only. Asian queen to ever win RuPaul's Drag Race. Very cool. And she won twice now. She not, won that yeah. one. And yeah. I love that the OG queens, like the oldest queen, not age-wise, but the ones on the show, yeah. who have done the early seasons were the ones who won. You're right. You know? Yeah. Oh, and for all of you who love, you probably already heard this if you're a big RuPaul fan. The Trinity the Tuck did a live performance. I want to say it was in Texas. And she was asked at answering audience questions. And she spilled the tea about the backstage stuff that happened during RuPaul's Drag Ooh, Race. Ooh, what happened? No. Oh, my God. So she said that they actually did get horrible, not horrible critiques, but they were critiqued by the judges on some of 
you know, for most of the challenges and whatever. But there was an instance between Raja and Michelle Visage where Michelle Visage went after her look and Raja came back at Michelle Visage and said, who are you? Who are you to judge fashion? You're just the the host of this show's best friend. What are your credentials? And then later, Trinity said that she had gone backstage and was like, I want her fired. And like, just had it with Michelle Visage. For critiquing her and was like, what are your credentials, Michelle? And really, hers are not supposed to be fashion. It's really more the music and performance, which is still even questionable. I've seen her music videos. (laughs) But I thought Raja's fashion through the whole thing. Raja's fashion was so... Everything I saw just looked so expensive and professional and... Mm. New, something I'd never seen yeah. on the runway before, which was really f- cool to see. It was fun watching them all <laughs> lip sync against each other because it just felt like they were like, who fucking cares who wins? We yeah. all had a great time. Yeah. And spoiler alert, so the one who won, the queen of all queens, was Jinx Monsoon, which if you looked at t- Twitter and Instagram and social, when they said, vote for your favorite queen, uh, most of the queens were around like 50, 60 likes on their whatever. Yeah. Jinx Monsoon had 140 likes wow. on her post. Yeah, for vote for the queen you like. So she was an audience favorite. And you got to be honest, yeah. she killed it during the season. Yeah, so. She killed so it. So funny. And where's her TV show? Where's, <laughs> like, when is she going to get yeah. cast and stuff? Well, I think we saw a side of Jinx that I have never seen because she, I remember watching her season. She was so anxious and so nervous and oh, stressed she out. She was still great, but she was never relaxed in her yeah, actual season. Right. But to see her in this season, and she's just like, "Well, whatever happens is gonna happen." But I'm and gonna beat you all. And her <laughs> yeah, like quirkiness and, and her laughter and... and her jokes. She was so calm and just. <sighs> That she was able to tap into like her comedy so much yeah. more than she did yeah. in her own season. It was great. Yeah. The one thing through the season that really got me, the one moment was Evie Oddly when they did the um, variety show. And she yeah. said, This was just an homage to what I'm not going to be able to do anymore as a drag queen because yeah. of her, her illness. And that was like, that must suck being as young as you are, knowing yeah. your body is 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 changing and it's not going to be able to handle. And how she said, at this point, standing in heels is even painful. Ugh. And I'm a drag queen. Yeah. I was like, God, poor Evie. I know. And I, I love that she represents all the queerdo weirdos yeah. and all of that. It was a great season. Such a great season. Such a good season. Yeah, so much fun watching it. So since we're talking gay icons and gayness, did you hear the other news about Britney Spears? No, no, I did not. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What did is you, it? I'm, Eric, you've been living under a rock. I, I, yeah, maybe. A so little Britney bit. Spears is going to be making her comeback to music, doing a duet with another, with a very big gay icon, Alton John. They're doing a remake of Tiny Dancer. Wow, Britney and Alton. I'm glad Britney needs to go back to music now that she's a free woman and she seems happy. She does seem very happy. I. <sighs> I know I'm you a little, and your Britney. I'm a little worried about what we're going to get. <laughs> I don't care. It's still going to be amazing. Because everything that everyone's loved for this many years has been so manufactured. I don't know what we're going to get. Oh, it's so I, exciting. I'm excited. I am, too. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> but they're working on a remake of Tiny Tiny Dancer. I thought that was just so cool. Like, yeah. you have two of the biggest gay icons going to yeah. work together, finally. yeah. yeah. 
it's it's it'll it's be great. it'll be fun yeah. it'll be a lot of fun it really is the then the last thing i want to cover is a new tv show that yes. just came out that hit a little too close nothing to, home to for do me. with your life not at all <laughs> i don't know if you guys are aware of this but a new show came out called um uncoupled starring neil patrick harris yes uh, written by darren star the same writer i want to say as sex, sex in the city in the city um, oh, and Tisha Campbell is in the show. I who know. I was religious about with Hanging with Missy Cooper yeah. and the Martin Lawrence show. Yeah. I, oh, oh, and she was in this little, little show back in the day called Rags to Riches. I remember, <laughs> remember that, that show. <laughs> I do remember that. Rags to Riches. It was about these little orphans who do music and they, it was so good. But yeah. she, that's when I first remembered Tisha yeah. Campbell. And I've been a and fan of her. And she hasn't been in anything in a long time. So the premise for Uncoupled is about... Gay men pretty much in their 40s, but it's Neil Patrick Maharis is in a relationship for 17 years with an older man who's 50, who's turning 50. On his 50th birthday, he breaks up with Neil Patrick Harris, and he is thrown back into single life as a 40-something-year-old man in New York gay. Um I related to this because, as you know, I ended a very long relationship. Um, and going back into the gay Single gay man yeah. in your 40s? Like they and, said, and, you're invisible. In the show, they were together 17 years, 17 right? years. So he and doesn't was, know what Grinder is. No. He doesn't know what all those apps are. Yeah. And yeah it was very interesting because like they said, once you're over 40 in the gay community, you're dead. You're invisible, I mean. Um, I was like, God, you don't know how true that is as a single 40-something-year-old. Uh, For me, at least. I don't think so. I don't Why know. When I turned 40, I feel like I came into my power. How old are you now? I'm uh, going to be 42 in January. Yeah, I'm 40, going to be 46. <laughs> yeah, we're a little different, bitch. Once <laughs> you're in your mid-40s. Oh, I, I but maybe, yeah, maybe that's I different. watched the first episode. I, okay, I was like, is this sex in the new sex in the city for the gays? Is it? I was like, is Neil Patrick Harris the new Sarah Jessica Parker? Is he the new Carrie, but uh, a little better? Interesting. I didn't look at it yeah, that way. That's how I was like. I will say this: Tisha Campbell is going to be my favorite. I yeah. I, her I'm character. So excited. I was like, oh, so good. <laughs> I'm so glad she's back on TV. Um, it has potential. I loved how the uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched the first episode, I've only watched the first episode. How she calls because you could tell Tisha Campbell's character and Neil Patrick Harris. They work together as realtors. They're obviously really good friends. That's his girl pal. Um, she calls him and says, I know where he's living and who he's living with. And I was like, Ooh, I know what I'm doing tonight. I'm getting high. I'm watching the rest of this series. <laughs> what did you think of a company? Because you only saw the trailer. Right. I'm I'm really excited about it. I love the premise of it. Yeah. I love that we have another gay TV show that's like Another story, a different story that we kind of haven't heard before. Yeah. Um, and it's on Netflix, which I think is just cool. Like, yeah. Mainstream. My only one issue is, yes. I have one. Do we need another white lead? Cis yeah, that male. was mine too. I was yeah, like, why gay. isn't he not Latino? I said the same thing. Why isn't he black or Latino? I would love to no, hear Latino. that. No, Latino. We have, we have. Yeah, the other representation. I want a Latino I, gay. I would love to hear that story. I just feel like we've had so many yeah. viewpoints from, from the other from from, from others, a, a yeah. white male. Yeah, 
We need something It was else. the same thing with the whole Marvel Universe because, uh, you know, Comic-Con was in town, right? So they released a lot of the Marvel stuff. And I was talking to one of my friends about this, uh, actually the kid. And I was like, you know, we have the new Black Panther coming out, which looks so fucking good. Um, everything. But I'm like, wait a minute. Where is the Latino representation? Why is there no Latino superhero getting their own movie? Even though I know American Chavez got our very first premiere in the news um doctor strange movie which i was ecstatic that they brought that character into the marvel universe because all you comic book nerds know that american chavez is like one of the only latino based superheroes in the marvel universe so i'm hoping she gets her own spinoff that, that cool. was your nerd corner for a minute yeah, my, <laughs> my eyes glazed, glazed over. over i was like <laughs> These are just words. I have no idea what they mean. <laughs> but I'm, I am definitely going to watch the rest of Uncoupled, and I will we will talk about it next week yeah. for sure. You know what? I this is going to throw you for a loop, but we haven't done really quick before what? you move on. I just saw that Harlem season two is coming soon. <gasps> I know. We talked about this before on the show. The if you're Sex not watching Harlem on, is it who, Prime? Prime. Amazon. Yeah. This first season, it is literally Sex in the City, but for non-white people. Yeah. Um, I, you, we talked about it. I love that yeah. show. It's, the first season was amazing. One more other plug: what? Only Murders in the Building season two. Love Only Murders in the with Selena Gomez. Oh, and the Martin podcast Short. one. Yes. yes, I haven't watched season, season two. two. Is oh. I was like, this is going <laughs> to be lame. It's going to be the same thing over. No, I'm still just as is like entertained, and it's cute, and oh. it's stupid, and silly, and as funny as first season. Loving it. Yeah, Loving it. yeah. I got to start that because the first yeah. season was great. If you guys have not watched that, go watch it. It's yeah. a recommendation from us. Yeah, season two is uh, yeah, just as good. Great. Yeah, because you it. have two comedy geniuses, yeah. Martin Short, yeah. and Steve Martin. Yeah, and then you throw Selena Gomez Who, with her deadpan monotone. Yes. It works yeah. for some it, reason. The so three of them, weird. the chemistry is so bizarrely entertaining. Am I wrong? It's so true. It's they're so weird. Selena Gomez with the two of them seems so odd, but it is it's so, so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's based off a podcast, so yeah, <laughs> true. But you guys, we did it. That's our show for the week, dude. Wow, I know it's a fast one. <laughs> How do people find you, Eric? You can find me on Instagram at Daddy Bear Eric. Yeah, there you go. You can follow the show. We are Who Invited Her underscore podcast on Instagram. We're Who Invited Her SD on Facebook and Twitter. Um, what else am I missing? Oh, you can always email us at the gang at whoinvitedher.net. We will be back next week. Yes. I think it's just us next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll Bryn. A few more weeks till vacation. I know. Then we're going to be off. Um, we our last show is the 13th of August yep. and then we're not going to be back till October wow yeah oh you can follow me at Sony underscore baloney <laughs> underscore <laughs> I know I forget everything because I've been drinking but you guys that is it for us um, we will see everybody next week bye bye